getting ready to slay and the distant call of a man getting ready to break into my house and engage in some kind of exchange with my kids. That's right, we have hit December and now it's time to fumble through. Fumble through. A podcast that accepts coal is a way of giving warmth and sustaining life. Hashtag attitude of gratitude. That's a nice perspective. It is. Mm. It is. We are officially in the silly season. And for even of those outside Christmas tradition or the Christian faith, we have Hanukkah, we have Yule in the Northern Hemisphere, Kwanzaa, Bodhi Day, Zara Thoist Diso. I don't even know what that is. It's from the Zara, Zara, Th- Zara oh, I'm, I'm going to offend someone here, so I should stop. <laughs> going to. Yeah. <laughs> and even if all of that fails, for all of those people that don't believe in any of that, we have New Year's Eve, the day that heralds the beginning of maybe a new diet. The <laughs> many round. broken promises. <laughs> Promise, promises that we tell ourselves that we fail. Yeah, just to, to reconnect ourselves. So if you are a Grinch, maybe you need to find a connection in your life that me- makes you feel better. Speaking of a man who likes connections that encourage him to do some bad touching. <laughs> that was like... The worst strung together insult. Do better, Justin. I, it, Do better. It's written it, it better. I fucked it up. If you've got <laughs> a New Year's resolution... For you just do better. I love <laughs> that, that song, Bad Touch, Justin. I yeah. think that's great. You could probably say all the lyrics to that song better than you could that line. <laughs> probably could. <laughs> anyway, you, and, you and me, baby. <laughs> follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, I, I will have you will be seeing all my mini uploads for my mini painting advent that you guys helped pack for me. Mm-hmm. That will be going swimmingly, I'm sure. Well, we are, I believe, four days in. Yeah. So it is It is another- tw- we, are, we are part of the December it. Oh, oh, bringing it back. I love it. I love it. So over the last couple of weeks, though, we have been talking about the classes that make role-playing games special. I want to take a pause of that theme for for this week because- pause last week. It was a druid. <laughs> Very well done. This week, though, I want to know, and I know we've discussed this at nauseam, but I do love this season. It is it is actually something that, that I look forward to every year. Maybe it's because that's when we get the big holiday break. Maybe it's because that's the time of year that, that um, my, my children are forced to be happy and spend time with me, um, even if they don't want to. But right now- I ask you guys, what are you doing this season? How do you prepare for it? And what are you looking forward to most in this general season, especially this year? Put it in a context for 2023, this season. What are the things that you love every year? But what are the things this year that might make it special? But what are the things you're prepping? Like, are you like a Clark Griswold who spends three hours putting Christmas lights up, that kind of stuff? Like I watched a meme the other day of like, this is why my husband hates Christmas lights. And he was just bringing box Mm -hmm. after box after box of Christmas decorations and stuff. Maybe what's changed in your years. Go. So um, 
I have taken most of this December off because I had leave and my wife had none. So I'm like- You have had a lot of time off this year, haven't you? Yeah, I have a lot of leave. That's well done. Good job. So Rachel has no leave because she started a new job. So I'm just like, I'm going to take December off and then- Work will stop bugging me to spend mm. my leave. and um, Nice. I'm going to try and do a lot of, well, as well as painting my mini and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought I might try and think of Fumble Throw, the full-time job for December. Okay. And I'm going to try and do some, like, video game streaming occasionally oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So okay. Very nice. A lot more content creation, mm. see how that goes. Okay. If I get the shits with it, I probably will just stop. Yep. You know. <laughs> well, we're going to try. Fair yeah, enough. We're going to do better. Yeah. That's the theme. Yeah. We're going to do better. Maybe we can try and Fumble find- through. Let's do Christmas better. Christmas some some random games or something. I don't okay. know. Okay. That sounds cool. Yeah. yeah. What do you look forward to in this time of year? Food. <laughs> I just- I don't know. There's something about it. I, I, I honestly couldn't put my hand on it. I've recently got- in, This has only happened in, since I started doing streaming services. I love Hallmark movies. Mm-hmm. They are so cheesy, mm-hmm. but- there's just something about them. Yep. They they encapsulate the, the vibe, yeah. don't they? Yeah, they really do. They're just stupid, but I yeah. just love them. Yep. Yep. What about you, Luke? Oh, well, this year's going to be a <clears throat> bit of a different one. Mm-hmm. And it's the first time in six years that we've managed to go, well, we'll be managing to go back to the UK, going back to the motherland. What does that bring with, does that bring with it some traditions that you haven't been able to do in Australia? Do, what what does that mean for you? Like having never been over there for Christmas? Well, we have. We, we, Not we, with me. Oh, sorry. Okay. So, well, it, it's interesting because um, having, after, since COVID landed, we haven't been back to the UK in six years. That's a long time. It is a long time. Um and I would say that I've just about got to the point where I've acclimatized to the Australian Christmas in that, you know, it's roasting hot. Mm-hmm. It's all about prawns and mangoes in Queensland. Mm. Yeah. So that idea of that smell of mangoes mm. is very much entrenched now. Whereas it's none of those things in the UK yep. because it is all about rugging up, central heating, full roast oh, Christmas, pigs in blankets. Mm. It po- sounds crackling. amazing. Yep. Oh. And I'm really excited Yorkshire about pud. yeah Yorkshire puddings. Really uh. excited to go back for that and have some of the things uh. that like my parents are already getting ready. Which is these are going to be a bit. Some of these are a bit weird. Uh, pickled onions, homemade pickled onions, oh, yeah, yeah. pickled yeah. eggs, yeah, um, scotch eggs. Um, so, what's the difference between a pickled egg and a scotch egg? So, a pickled egg is is literally the hard boiled egg, which is then in vinegar and left in a jar to pickle like a pickled onion. So, you get that very vinegary flavour yep. for an egg. So, so the whole thing. Um, it depends how long you leave them for. Okay. So, they do they do if you do it in malt vinegar, you the egg goes in like an like a almost greyish, I think, yeah, on the outside. Yeah. Not the most pleasing thing to look at, but uh, traditionally in the UK, if you were in the pub. They would have pickled eggs there. You'd buy a bag of salted crisps. You'd put the pickled egg in the bag of crisps, eat the crisps, and at the end, you get this nice crunchy coated pickled egg. Oh, so does it harden up? Like do, it's very it, firm. It's like it's yeah. a hard boiled egg. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. very firm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I like it. Actually, the only thing that I would crisp. say is it's like that, it in texture. I would never have thought, but yeah. what, that's that actually sounds great. <laughs> it is either that or a pack of pork scratchings. Oh. Um, but so what's a scotch, scotch egg? egg is a again a hard boiled egg. Now some people like to do it so that the, the yolk is still ready, but I don't think it matters too much. But hard boiled egg, then you wrap it in sausage meat, egg, breadcrumb, deep fry. Oh 
Yeah, and my mum makes the so freaking best scotch eggs. She's actually said have to me, like, ever- when we pick you up at the airport, we're going to meet you with scotch eggs. Oh, oh wow. So, have we'll you ever scotched a pickled egg? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, like, would that, that work? Why well, wouldn't it? Do you think the egg might lose its- I don't know. Would I eat a pickled egg with a glass of scotch? Maybe. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sure you would. I've never uh, had scotch eggs, and I've been over there a few times, but they do sound great. Yeah, they fantastic. So like it's in, like in, breakfast. Like that it's sounds a, like yeah, deep is, fried ice yeah, cream so, good. And there's many variations. The, the savoury egg that you get in Tesco is like that, but the the egg in the middle has actually been blended and mm. mayonnaise added to it. So it's like um, like a like an egg mayonnaise sandwich, mm. like that in the centre of the sausage meat instead. Oh. But um, less, I, I'm not a big fan of that. But no, so you, you want can the put, texture of a normal egg in there. Like the texture yeah, in the yeah, middle absolutely. is important. And I like it when when you get a bit of uh, chili flakes or chili, fresh yeah. chili diced into the sausage meat as you're making it. So you get a little bit. Or of in the crumb. Well. Or in the crumb, Come yeah. Talk to me. Like you just squeeze the sausage. So the, think of it like um, a cookie batter yeah. tube. Like you, you know, you pipe yeah. them out and you... And they cook in the oven, and you, and you just it's basically sausage meat in a tube like that oh. without the skin. You could yeah. actually even buy sausages, yeah, yeah, yeah. take the skins yeah. off, and do exactly the same thing. Yeah, it's that minced, like pureed almost. Lindsay would be good at pork. that. <laughs> Squeezing the sausage, but, oh, yeah, I'm well practiced. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there's that, and yeah, and just like being able to go to a, a, a like my old pubs that I used to go to that are like 500 year old buildings. Don't snow doors, open. Is the open snow fires. something that you're the like? Snow I mean, is to this. never anything you can guarantee. The last time we went back six years ago, we had a good three days worth of solid snowfall. Built snowmen with the kids. It was amazing, and then it just disappeared. Okay. Um, so it all depends. Yeah. Okay. So super, super massive uh, Christmas, and obviously uh, William's first christmas mm-hmm. um since his birth yeah um so he'll be able to appreciate it what? sorry just his first christmas since his birth <laughs> since well, he was 20, yeah, 20 days was, old yeah he was yeah barely very barely aware of it so this will be a big, a big deal when we get to meet family members we've not met so nephews that we've not even met oh so you oh, have the big exciting. family christmas as well yeah just, yeah it's always gonna be yeah, yeah it's gonna go off this time and that's like cool. i said we're gonna get to visit and hang out with friends that we haven't seen you got like a frog in a sock <laughs> You're going to have that Christmas table that's made up of all the tables that's in the right. house. Different heights. Yeah. Going through the lounge. Yeah, to that's great. The, you know, yeah. oh, that's excellent. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Brett? I, I've i got a different paradigm this year. So there's a couple of things happened for us. Normally, we'd go away between Christmas and New Year and mm-hmm. do a holiday at a beach somewhere. And because I had, didn't have a job, we didn't book early. And then when we went to book, it was all very, very expensive. So we're not doing that. Um, so we, but we have another plan. So I'll get, I'll get to that in the kind of the theme, the, the run of it. I'm looking forward to Christmas Day and cooking a ham, which I always do. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I enjoy cooking that. It's interesting because we've got a dog now and I'm not sure where the tree is going to go or how to protect the tree. So <laughs> I'm, I'm just kind of trying to figure out a bit of the logistics we, we around that. We are the presents. Well, yeah. Or eating the presents could be possible. So just trying to figure that bit out, but you know, kind of looking forward to that normally for us christmas getting to christmas is a real chore in 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 our world work gets really busy in the lead up to christmas christmas shows end of yep. year show, like all of that stuff so you kind of if you can get the couple of days off before christmas off that's lucky but you normally land at christmas 
absolutely shattered from the year in a really hard run mm -hmm. and you've done all of that kind of the Christmas shopping and trying to figure that stuff out and the food shopping and all of that stuff. So you hit Christmas Day and you're absolutely knackered, let alone putting a trampoline up in the middle of the night. Um, the worst. Right. Um, but you, every every time you get up early on Christmas Day, you cook, everyone comes over, you, you're a bit shattered at the end of the day. I, this year, because I've got a new job, have from the 22nd off. So the lead-in for me is going to be a little le less, a little, tiny little less hectic. There's some time to kind of get some stuff sorted before Christmas hits. So I'm looking forward to that. And then we're not going away on the 27th like we normally would because we couldn't find somewhere. So Dimity and I had a chat and went, you know, we'd spend, you know, a couple of hundred bucks a night just on accommodation, not on food, not on all the other stuff. So what if we went for a week Everyone gets 200 bucks, 300 bucks to spend that day. And we each take turns and book a day and the kids have a day where they get $300 to plan a day and we do day trips for a week. And then on the last day, we do a group get together that sounds cool. group trip. So, mm -hmm. so rather than go away and, you know, I always get a little, well, it just doesn't sit right with me that we spend so much money on accommodation when we live in a really nice place and could go somewhere. So for me, this is a better way of kind of, Spending that money anyway. Maximising yeah, the, right? the place we live in. Yeah. Right. But yeah. it's not far to go to a beach. Yeah. Let's jump in the car and drive for an hour and you're at one of the most beautiful beaches in the yep. world mm -hmm. and that costs nothing. So then you can spend 300 bucks going to Versace a restaurant if you want to or spend a night somewhere, like do it overnight, but, you know, in a hotel room or go to SeaWorld or DreamWorld mm -hmm. or Movie World or, you know, jump on a boat or whatever we want, what people want to do. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of looking forward to that kind of choose your own adventure week with the family going, well, what have you got in store for us today? And I'm just hoping my eldest doesn't go well playing Call of Duty today. And ordering 300 bucks worth of pizza. Well, well, that's no, his choice. I, I've spent $116 on Call of Duty since, so yeah, we can uh, all play yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm buying a new game console yeah, yeah. for yeah. everyone to play. Yeah, that, that would be what my children would do. <laughs> and I can, I can see my kids going, well, if you've got 300 and I've got 300, that system is then exactly, we can get a yeah. PS5 together. Yeah, gaming that system yeah. is exactly what my children yeah. would have done. But, so do we know, like, all right, we'll put some rules around it. It's got to be spent on an experience. You can't bring anything home. Yeah. Because Christmas is all about having stuff. This is about experiences for us. So that's kind of, yeah, it's not about buying a thing. You've got to put it into an experience. Have you have you thought, Brett, now I, I've seen this done before and we did it somewhat. Um, we got popsicle sticks once and we wrote the activity on the popsicle mm. stick and chucked it in a, uh, in a cup so that when you picked out the thing, you had the popsicle stick. So it was random on that day. So we all, oh. uh, I'm, I'm not as nice as you. So I gave my children a much less uh, freedom, freedom <laughs> budget, or budget, or budget yeah. <laughs> because I also know that they'd be like, I'm just going to keep it. Um, but yeah, we, we would be like, okay, it's got a, here are the, the guidelines. Yeah. This was many, many years ago when your when my kids were more like your kids yeah. age, when it was actually fun and they wanted to leave the house. Um, but yeah, the, the, that way you don't know what you're doing. So it's a bit of a surprise for everyone. So you kind of do it maybe the night before and you go, what yeah. does tomorrow bring? And you're like, okay, everyone gather around. Whose turn is it to pick? And then you pick and you're like, oh, that's pretty fun. Like there are things maybe that you have to do on yeah. specific days though. I'll put that on the table. I think it's a good idea. There's something quite nice though about going, this is my day. This is yeah, Josiah's yeah. day. And then getting to curate yeah, a day and going, these are the things that I want us to do. And yeah. they, no, there's something nice about, Making making the boys 
think about the whole family as a unit and yep. choosing things that we all might enjoy. And, but, you know, that's why the experience thing, I think, is important to go, yep. what are the things we should all do? What things do you think you would like that you would like to take us to? Um, and, and we're pretty good at that. We went to a playground about a 40-minute drive away yesterday and spent the afternoon there, had a picnic. Like, we're pretty good at doing things, experience things, but I think- this might just up the ante one little step. Yeah, yeah, that's really nice. I think that's yeah. a really good idea. Yeah. I mean, my girls are obviously too young for that, but yeah. it's something I might have to well, remember. Well, and I think there's something nice about them going, you know, you we'll tell them in December, you've got a month or 25 days to plan this activity now. Get on your internet. You've got the skills. You know how to do it. Don't just keep watching YouTube. Mm. Get on and do the work to shape a day that is good for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. The um, it's the time of giving. <laughs> so you're doing that after Christmas. So in that little our, window. Our normal is Dimity's family on Christmas Day. That's a little weird for us this year. Jussie's place on Boxing Day, which we love. The big, it's a big family mm. get together, and then normally on the 27th we'd go away and come back on like the second. Mm -hmm. So in that that week, and then I think Dimity's going to get back to work pretty quick, and I've got another week off, which I'm looking forward to that as well, and I might. By Baldur's Gate. <gasps> oh, yes. nice. Good job. Nice. And you won't be disappointed. Baldur's Gating through that period of time. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. I, um, yeah, Christmas is, is fun for me. Like, it, we've started a tradition in our family where we, we have Christmas at my house on Boxing Day. Mm. And that's kind of taken the sting out of Christmas for me a little bit in that Christmas, you know, my boys are older. So some of the magic has disappeared mm. from the Christmas Eve and the surprise and the, you know, and that. And it's, it, yes, of course, it's beautiful. The Christmas Eve we get together and we always maybe go to Tracy's parents for, for that night or they come over. Tracy's dad's birthday is Christmas Day. Mm. Um, so that, that is an interesting, the poor guy always gets forgotten and we have to remember to tell the kids, say, Happy birthday to grandpa. Make sure that all that stuff's happening. Um, so, but over the last couple of years, it really has been our family unit by itself on Christmas Day. So, spending time in the pool, making sure that we're just hanging around. Like, you know, the, the idea of that was make the space so that we give the kids the thing that they wanted for Christmas and then they get the, the time to do it and yep. the time to just be together so that we're not on the road because it's always hectic when you have to pack up and go somewhere and then go somewhere else and go somewhere else it sometimes can be just exhausting especially if you've been up all night building things for mm -hmm. presents and stuff like that um so having the time having the time just to be at home is really nice but then also the big thing that we have is now everybody comes to our house on boxing day and that's just been great like you know setting that up having an idea for that it's almost like i wait on christmas day for boxing day to happen because i'm like oh no i'm, I'm waiting i'm waiting i'm not going to eat as much i'm not going to do as much because that's really the day that I, I really get into the swing of things and and want to you know get my party on as well and stuff but then tracy's birthday is on the 30th so you know we don't do a new year's celebration really either because her birthday is the day before new year's eve and nobody ever wants to party on new year's eve of eve of eve the day before new year's <laughs> eve 
It's just called the 30th the you tool back, you tool back. <laughs> yeah, but no, everybody's like, no, we're poised for a big thing. So usually like New Year's where is is sometimes low key, but you know, we we kind of don't do a lot. We're pretty homebodied people anyway. So it's just nice just to hang around and and I think this year's gonna be different with kid a kid out of school and a car and yeah. All of that stuff is going to change because that happened this year. Um, so watching the freedom of that and watching that evolve to a point of will will we have, be a family unit yeah. this year for a lot of it, or will we be a fractured family unit, yeah. family unit for parts of it as well? But I'm I'm think I'll enjoy any of that to what it's there. Last question: What do you want for Christmas, boys? What's the thing you want for Christmas? Brett said he wants Baldur's Gate 3. No, I've got money from my birthday for Baldur's Gate 3. No, you said you wanted Baldur's Gate 3. I think I'll play it. (laughs) What do you want for Christmas? What's the Christmas joy this year? What do you want? Hmm. Another 3D printer? I've got enough time now. Um, I wouldn't mind some sort of aircon cooling system for my room. (laughs) Yeah, I bought a portable air conditioner. That's what I'm thinking about doing. It is the loudest thing on earth. It's like having a jet engine next to you. Like, I don't like playing with earphones on. I have to play with earphones on because it is so- But it's literally a metre and a half away from me and cold, frosted air flies. It's so good. That's that's what I'm thinking I need. We should um, get together because that's what I'm thinking I need for down here. And I can pipe in through the louver up, up there- Put the aircon in that room. So I'm looking for a not a split system, a reverse cycle that I can pump air Something. out the garage door uh, and pump the cold air in this way. A wall unit in the window, Brett. I can't install anything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What What do you want for Christmas, Lee? Uh, I'm I'm aiming for a leather jacket. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's actually a big ticket item purchase. Um, since we sold our house in the UK, but I'm also having to use some Christmas money to go towards it because it's a bit pricey. Okay. Nice. Hmm? Nice. What, what What? do you actually want, Brett? No, aircon. <laughs> <laughs> what like, what uh, about what's in my price range so that I know what to n- buy for Christmas? Negative. <laughs> um, seriously, though, this room gets really hot down here and I love spending my time down here, but it's really hard yeah, at summer. <laughs> Yeah. What? It's just hot everywhere, it though. It is hot <laughs> everywhere. And if you don't have aircon, we have I'm one aircon in my house. It's horrible. I'm not, I'm not, it's, so. it's the one thing that we're missing down here to make this space nice. <laughs> yeah. All year, all year round, thing. useful, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah um, the right. other thing I would, be, I would look for is a small PA that I'm I'm looking at so that if we ever want to go on the road and do shows, we'd have a little speaker system. I've got a little PA at home. You and I should talk. Okay. I've put one is that together. what you call your wife? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my personal assistant. Mm. What about yeah. you, Justin? What are you getting? Um, I want- So last year I got my guitar serviced for the first time in like a decade, which was really nice. And this year I've got an idea. I've got two things in my mind. I've been saving up for a guitar, a new guitar, which I've had my eye on, but I don't think I'm going to get there this year. But I think what I've started- um, the process is there are some Ninja Turtle action figures from the movie. Oh, from the animated one? No, from the old- Oh, 90s movies. Really? And they are great figures. And I've wanted them for a long time. They've been out for a while, but they're just so expensive. They are priced out. And by how much are they? They're like $60, $70 each. So, so when you get all four of them, so I have begun the the process. So I've already ordered one of them. 
I'm hearing and what I'm, you're putting down, Justin. And Just gonna, make sure publicly you know <laughs> who's getting which figure for you. And there, well, what I have done, Brad, is I because this is this will be from to Justin from Santa ah. <laughs> kind of present yep. because I already know there's a, a box arrived the other day. So to Tracy from Santa has already been sorted. Gotcha. <laughs> Tracy, Tracy and I have a deal in our house because. Yeah. That we just go, we'll buy our own thing. I will give it to you to gift back to me at Christmas and we will be happy. You know, oh, we, we, are, we are not about the uh, like the, the surprise gifts. Like, yeah, sometimes they're nice. We give each other incidental yeah. gifts. Like I bought her a uh, spoon that said, um, uh, enjoy your coffee, bitch. Love you. Oh, that reminds me of good <laughs> so, to be something for a birthday I didn't give to her yet. So, um, was it a Gross. Ring? Uh, so with- um, <laughs> Is it just the turtles or can you get Splinter and Shredder? No, it's it's literally just, just the, four. the four turtles okay. that I want because- No, but the, the have, range, do they do no, anything? No, it's just, these. just okay. those ones. So, there is a different range, but these are specifically for the movie. The so 90s, I think original 90s yeah, live action. I think they've released a, uh, um, uh, what, what was her, the, oh, I've forgotten the newsreader's name. April um, O'Neil. April O'Neil figure. I think they have done one of those, but they haven't I'm done- I'm trying to remember the name of the guy with the ice hockey stick. Uh, that Casey Jones. Casey, Casey Jones, Jones that's They've it. done a Casey Jones in different versions that are really good, and they've yep. done an April in different versions, in more cartoony versions, but these are- these these look really cool. cool. Like you could put them in a in a. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing mm. playing or messing around with those guys anyway. Anyway, well that that. Welcome I love Christmas. that you still want toys for Christmas. Uh, every Who year, doesn't right? Every no, year I, I yeah. give myself. Last year I gave myself no. a Mandalorian figure. It was great. And I love sitting there and playing with it. I have a nice picture of Mandalorian in front of the Christmas tree and I blurred out the Christmas the tree so it likes it looks like it's stars in the background. The way you said that made it sound like a sex thing. What? Last year, I gave myself a Mandalorian figure. <laughs> Gross. Gross. That's a long time that we just talked about Christmas. I'm glad. I'm, I'm sad that we'll miss you at Christmas, Luke, but I'm glad that you get to go home and we get to see all the pictures. This and all is the gift I'm for Timothy. I'm pretty oh. sad, sad as well. What is it? It says, I love you more. The end. I win. <laughs> That's great. That's really good. Okay. Back to the Siege of Serpents. Guys, we are inside Skyreach at the moment. You have just walked into a, a, a chamber which houses the Haojin Tapestry, which you saw has a rift into it, into another plane, giving, uh, denoting maybe uh, something that shouldn't be happening. There should not be a rift or a tear in the actual tapestry. Maybe this is where the Aspis Consortium and all of the, the creatures from within have come from. Who knows? That's a lot of, you imagine them filing out through that one little slit in this but what you also know in this room is that on the table the table which is surrounded by some runes and some markings on the floor which you're not really sure as to the use of um is a man a kellershite man spread eagled bloodstained what are you guys going to do you've just finished battle has someone started have we started the episode yet Someone give me a hand symbol and we start the episode. Why is he shaped him? I don't. He's deafened. No, I <laughs> Oh. Uh, <laughs> I think- Yes, oh, we've, wow. sta we've started the episode. <laughs> I think the gun, off went, gun went off too close to Miles's ear. Uh, perhaps he's lost a bit of his hearing. Uh, Miles. Great. Excellent. Oh. He's such a cock. <laughs> um- <laughs> 
Fopsy, can you can you check the guy spread eagle over there? I'm just going to check on Miles. Okay, no problem. Yeah. I don't know why you're sending Flopsy to check on a dude. I know, it's because sure. you're the only one available. Or Tia. <laughs> Tia! Um, Actually, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tia, go check on the body. Flopsy, go check the owl's body. See if there's anything on there that we can use. Ah, right, yes. Uh, can I go over to Miles and do a heel check? Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, Reggie, don't sneak up on me like that. Fucking <laughs> made me jump a mile. <laughs> I can see you at the corner. Oh, I the saw best. you po- poised <laughs> to do that. Well, whatever you did, you did great because I rolled a natural too. 20 on my heel oh, check. Nice. So yeah. I'm not sure if it'll do anything right now. You kind of look at him and you kind of... 26. You, yeah, you, you were some minor kind of healing maneuvering and you managed to fix... The uh, the problem that he has with his ear. Well, not oil. even magically. No, you don't need to. You Seriously, just need to do a bit of a bit of old style wet willing, <laughs> some oil down the uh, that kind of stuff. But yeah, there's some some unguents and salves that you have on you upon your person that that fix it immediately. Oh, thank you, Reggie. That that's much better. Oh, yeah, ringing no like I think I'm going deaf. Right? <laughs> ringing like tinnitus in my ear. It was really loud. Welcome to my life. You um, are the holy one. Good job. <laughs> Moving over to Tia. Tia, you move to this spread-eagled body mm. of a man, and you can uh, see that uh, some uh, the body has been opened up. Um, kind of, they have desecrated this as mu- as much as you can see. They have taken great lengths to uh, make the body uh, a-, a message especially for those that are moving outside of the tapestry, you think that as people walk past, this is a real message for this. You're looking at it and you believe this fits the description of Aram Zay, one of the heads of the wizards. This is the man that knew all about the tapestry. Yeah. You can see that they've, they've, whatever he's had upon his person has been uh, removed to the point where you can see, like, you know, anything that he would have, that would have been, like, rings, those kinds of he things. Yes, nothing, nothing useful. Even his skin has been taken so from him. So we don't think rebuke death is going to work here. Um, even as you're looking, Flopsy, I guess there is an aura of magic that you can, like, you go near it, I guess, uh, you know, like an electrical field that just sends the back of your hairs or Tia's hairs uh, on the back of her hair. Yeah, uh, they're both walking arms. forward together. One's going to the other, one's going to... her hairs, interesting. She's bald. The hairs on the backs of her hairs stand on end. <laughs> <laughs> That's how powerful it is. <laughs> I hate when you make fun of me. <laughs> One day it's going to really get to me it's and like talking a, bad going to happen. It's like a permanent Tesla flight. inside a Faraday cage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yes, to Flopsy, you also recognize there's an aura of magic about his person. Uh, T is just going to walk up and pour a potion down his mouth. Mm-hmm. To cure mod. Yep. Just roll for healing. 12 points of healing. That's 2d8, Sorry. isn't it? 2d8 plus 3. Yeah. You just rolled it once. 13 points of healing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, good rolling there. I'm glad I said something. <laughs> the, the potion fills up his mouth and just dribbles out of his cheeks. And even as you kind of manipulate his gullet, to it flows down. There is no response. There is nothing. Do not think he is savable. Yeah. Flopsy, you can um, do a bit of a spellcraft check for me. It's not bad. It's not, not bad. bad. 
That is a 25. You recognize the lingering aura of necromancy around his person. They have used necromantic magic around him to uh, do something. Is there, can I use a spellcraft check to know how to undo that? No, it's just mm. like it's, it's, it's happened to him. It's anymore. a linger. It's, yeah. yeah it's- they have used him for some foul rites, this man. Is he so he's spread eagled pinned to the table? Yep. Can I? Uh, Reggie's going to start unfastening yep. and you yeah, know do tea, the tears laying him to rest. Yeah, if there's any carvings things. on his body, she's just going to try and mm-hmm. kind of even it out, like yep. remove any bad marks and stuff. Yep. He he certainly didn't die peacefully. Let's put it that way. Died in pieces. Um, um the notes. Uh, we still would need to retrieve the notes. Then I thought this would be the last battle, given we're at the tapestry, but apparently we need to carry on and get the notes. Uh, should you just try the ring, right? You, you've got the ring that opens and closes portals. This is like a portal. Can you close it with uh, the ring? Flop, flops, is the, is the owl thing got anything on it? I'll have a look. Hang on. Um, hello, Mr. Owl. What have you got that I can have? You start rifling through the owl's belongings and you can find a potion that you recognize instantly as a potion of cure light. Um, you can find some studded leather armor um, that is, it's, it's very, it's a supple leather, very soft, very nice that you think may be made of something um, a little more exotic. There's a masterwork quarterstaff, which is very nice, but it has the symbol of Asmodeus on, upon it. Um, a spell component pouch, so any spell components that either anyone needs can be refilled from that. And another wooden holy symbol with the, the five-pointed red star of Asmodeus modius upon it flopsy breaks that in half the holy symbol um no one wants this foul stick right get rid of it you'll throw it through the portal mm-hmm. Ow. <laughs> and uh take the rest mm-hmm. putting it on tears back okay <laughs> yeah. what else are you doing i will search the room then Okay, so you begin to search the room. A cold wind flies from the rend in the tapestry as well, blowing the uh, the two parts where the rip um, has seen it. And you can, like, even looking at the rip, it's a magical tear. It's not mm. like a, a tapestry tear. It's like, imagine it glows and it's a, a magical tear in the, uh, in the fabric of the tapestry, not the fabric of the tapestry, the physical fabric yeah. of it. Flopsy's going to be a little enamoured by that and just stare at it and use his arcane sight to see what he can see about both the tapestry and the rift. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of the things he's most interested in, in, in planes and travelling from one place to the other. Tapestries have been a big part of his life. He wants to know more about this. It's a big part of everyone's at the moment. Yeah. You, you, I mean, just staring at it, you, you feel like even looking at it, you can't even scrape or fathom the depths that this would need, some super in-depth study. Like, you would need time with this. You can also, like, even looking at it, you can see the the tapestry, the colours are starting to fade a little bit, and some of the, the parts of the tapestry itself, you can see where there might have been pin lines or pen lines or um, markings or something. They fade, they're beginning to fade or some have already faded out of existence as well. This is a magnificent piece of arcane creation. Yeah. It radiates power, though. Radiates. Oh. Can I have it? 
There was no. I was going to say no objections. Apparently. <laughs> um. So no, nothing from the ring. You can't not feel any pa- pull. There's from- no. Normally, I would get a warmth in the ring to let me know that it's. <laughs> <laughs> there is the limit. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I've been really trying not, not, not to react hey, to things. Just remember, you're the one that created the warmth in the ring and the greasy, the greasy feel. Crazy feeling. So you set yourself up for it. Yeah. Uh, normally, I would get a warmth. I don't think it's reacting to this rift. I don't think they're attuned to each other. I can I can try, but last time there was a warmth that kind of let me. That was the thing that I was able to slide into, um, which connected me to the rift. I don't have that connection here. Very well. I guess we uh, better keep looking then. I guess anything else in the room? Um, and Tia is still putting um, Zim Zamboom to rest. Mm-hmm. Aram Zay. I've ordered 24 on perception. Is there anything else in the room that Reggie can see? There is nothing of note. Like, this is a well-appointed room, but, but the room itself really doesn't have too much around it. So, it seems like it's a meeting room and the desk, the table that you've got here is designed for a meeting. So, our, our brief was to secure the tapestry, right? Uh, yes, well, secure the tapestry, but also get the information from Zim on what the tapestry is doing because he held the information and um, it was either on him on his notes, there was no book, he hadn't passed it on, so we need to find those notes, I think. Would he keep notes? Well, they said that he didn't write a book to hand it on, but he had some notes. Okay, well, let's, uh, I guess, find out. I mean- where would one keep notes? That's what I was about to say. I was about to say, let's look for a study of some kind. Yes. Is, sorry. Justin, is there any way, if I pop my head back out from where we came, is there mm-hmm. another party or other individuals that we can get to secure the tapestry? Uh, no, so we can you chip guys off? have headed down this area and they've kind of left you to your own devices. Like you guys have all split up areas rather than everybody search and search and search the same spaces. You have uh, split up. So you're the only ones that sort of came into this arcane wing. Right. So tear in consideration. Are we able to fold up the tapestry? No. No, the tapestry is affixed to the wall at this point, and it is magically affixed to the wall. So it's p- probably one of the reasons why it hasn't been removed yet. It's, uh, Can we construct some sort of circular metal device that closes over, almost like an iris mm-hmm. that closes? <laughs> that has chevrons around it? Some kind of- Like, if, if you're looking for that, the, the, the thing in the room that would make the best shield for it is just push the table up against it. Like, flip the table up on its side and right. move the table in front of the tapestry and it would block the opening. Being that it's woods on the other side, it would look like a weird tree. Hmm. Let us- do that. Good idea, okay. holy one. Cool. Let's do that then. We lay um, the man to rest on the in the corner somewhere. Well, no, leave, nice we should we leave him on the table, actually, then? And, ah, no. Okay. and then lift up the tapestry. By then, um, I reckon T is probably returning to normal size. Mm-hmm. Rosanne Gabar, size of a tear. Yeah. That potion has worn off. How long does it go for? One minute. Okay, yeah, yeah. 
So you you kind of you push. She uses her incredible size to move the the giant. It is a big table. Like this table's twenty foot, so it's huge. Um, her strength will be twenty two at that point. Yeah. So she flips it up, moves it into position, bolsters it up with chairs and little plinths and stuff that are decorations around the room, and you secure the tapestry so that you think maybe it'll block the portal from somebody coming through, or at least give them a hard time. They could probably still chop through it, but. You know, yeah, you've got something there. Yeah, this this should last an hour or so. Okay, right then, let's go find these notes. Where do mm-hmm. you reckon? His study. Let's do it. Yeah, so you move out into his office. So you know that's probably his office that's been ransacked. Um, you know, that's just out the door. You you literally heard the a bit of commotion. Walked. Oh, sorry, you saw the uh, blood trail that came into this room. Um, as, as you're going, so you move out into his study and you, or his office, and you start um, sort of uh, doing a search. Is that what we're? What yeah, we're let's for? do that. Let's do it. No. Okay, fifteen for Reg. Mm-hmm. I'm fisted. Ten. <clears throat> Ten for Miles. Twenty-four for Flopsy and right. okay. thirteen for Tia. Astutely as you would expect, Flopsy's moved straight to the desk because Flopsy loves notes. Oh, and he would have started moving through notes, desk drawers, opening stuff. There are things you can't open. They're just magically sealed um, that you can't get through and stuff. But what you can get through, you get like a, a kind of, you know, like a, an itinerary. And you can learn a lot about somebody by mm, what meetings they have, what they've got. His um, journal. Yeah. Well, it's not a journal, but it's like his, his, diary. You know, his, his planner. His work planner. Yeah, his work planner. So, this you know, on this date, I met with this person. Interestingly, this date, he's you know, a page to time, a day. This time kind of stuff. <laughs> he's a, actually, it's a big A4 sheet with a month on it. And oh, the, yeah, one of those a with, the squares, A4 sheet. with the squares on it. And, oh. and he's written little notes. But over the last couple of days, you can see a couple of notes there around uh, the HJT. Uh, and you can see HJT, HJT, um, restricted library, and then something like uh, access with a question mark after um, that, and then the word keys needed. Anybody know what HJT might mean? Hoijin uh, Tapestry. How gin tapestry? Oh, very well done. Well done, Miles. Well putting that together. Um, why would we need to go? He needs to go to the restricted area of the library to discover what the how gin tapestry is, and he needs the keys. Let's find the librarian with the candlestick <laughs> in the study. I mean, that makes sense, right? It does. That I've really got on my does. <laughs> it really does. Hmm. So, what are you, what's your course of action? Uh, for the keys, right? We, library. We need to get to the restricted area of the library to find out about the HJT. Mm-hmm. And Let's even, find the librarian. In your walks through here, you did notice that there were certainly uh, some receptacles of books, but there was- <laughs> So, you're going to say some receptacles of keys, like of a bowl. Keys, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a key bowl. This is all part of the convocation. <laughs> you pick one key and you leave with that person in their cart. It is an O-week thing. <laughs> yeah. But you, you would have passed the stairs that go up into the library. Let's go. Let's head upstairs. You start Let's do it. 
you start moving uh, through the, the area. It's a li- it's a little far away, and again, you know, you you go through this area that's littered with papers and with uh, with things that are going out. Some smoke coming out, just spilling very uh, calmly out of doors. Things that don't really need your immediate attention right now because you're on bigger, better things. But this this place is certainly going to require some cleaning up at the end of it. Here and there, there's some blood stains and some dead bodies and that kind of stuff. Um, you eventually find the stairs that go up into the library. Now, I don't want to, like, put any assumptions on anything that's going to happen in this library before we go in. But my track record is every time I've been in a library, bloodshed happens. Just going to put that out there. Uh, you should go to more libraries. They're wonderful places. Um, lots of things to... Okay, I'm just, you know, like... I think, mm. yeah, I think we'll be all right, Mars. You'll be all right. You know, since it, as maybe what Tia's saying and my, pal, my, my pals have something to do with a lock, maybe it is a thing just to be wary about. Just warning you, go pre-armed into the world of knowledge of this library. Speaking of which, Tia's going to drink a couple of potions if she needs them. Mm-hmm. Let's just see what she needs. Oh, one will do it. No one else got hurt during that battle. Oh, one point of... Okay. Necro- necrotic damage. Necrotic, yeah. yeah, that's right. You move into the library and you can see some of the bookshelves, some of the stacks have been pushed over as if somebody has tried to, to make like a little domino fall in some of the areas. And uh, the library being quite large, stacked with scrolls and books and tomes and all of those kinds of things is, is quite large. But you can see different places where people, nooks where people would study, tables in the middle where people would study. There's a big sign over the door saying no open flames. Um, casting spells in this area is forbidden. So there's a couple of rules that you have. Um, be respectful of others, those kinds of librarian things. You can see the big desk where the librarians might sit um, and then go off and get them. You can see the ladders across the side. But in the far back corner, you can see a, a set of stairs that seem to be blocked off a little bit with just a, a, the, the rope of uh, power. That stops oh, people from going across yeah. there. Once you have a woven rope across a set of stairs, mm. people stop going there indeed. <laughs> I, and if I only can get made a, more powerful by a door bitch. <laughs> if I can get a wisdom check. Just straight wisdom? Yep. Do you have to? Can't be any worse you don't have to, got. no. You want to bet? Four. Four. (laughs) (laughs) Ten and fourteen. And fourteen. Who got the fourteen? Tia. (laughs) Tia Tia probably isn't as a- a, No, she doesn't draw the two bows that I guess me as a GM um, wants to put in your mind, so you don't get it. But yeah, these stairs go downwards a little bit, Mm. so yeah. Let's go. blocked off. Let's go. The rope's high enough for- we can't cross the rope. Reggie to just go under it. Uh, we we could spend a little bit of time in this room. Can we come back here? Just, I just want to check out the arcane set. When there's time, Flopsy, when there's time. Yeah, we, we should task it hand and all like that to jazz, you know? too. But, uh, hang on a second. We're on the lower level, right? And now we're going down? Is that No, what? you went up oh, we went to, up the library, to the library and, and then we're going back, back to the down. lower level. Interesting, interesting. Okay. All right, so can um, Reg and you're not leap? on the floor of the. You're in the lower levels of the area. And, and any idea of where we might be headed? 
geographically having no, seen No, because you failed the, the wisdom land. check. Oh, right. So that's what that wisdom check was gotcha. all about. Reggie's going to stealthily head down the stairs. Then. Okay, so you start moving uh, down the stairs. You see whatever other kind of uh, restrictions that have that have been made from here, but you can see that at the very bottom of the steps, there's a couple of pins sticking out of the wall, whereas if somebody has set off some type of trap. Oh, holy one, do you want me to go first or do you want to remove the traps? I think the traps have been set off. Are they, are they kind yeah, of, they look like they've yeah. been done. They're, they're, they're done. Would you they're like me to go? Reset. I am a little loud. I, I could summon random animals and then run ahead. I, I think I think if somebody's come down here already and set the first set of traps off, they've either got down there and set more traps off or... That would mean them. time is of the essence. Let us get going. Uh, okay, okay, sure. Me first or you first? You, you, that's fine. You go. Tia starts barreling down the corridor, which winds a little bit. And you can see that um, this is certainly a, a place that looks a little more uh, um, ritualistic, clandestine, um, you know, th- like a place where people shouldn't go. The, 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 sconces, the sconces here are ever-burning torches, and they're fewer and far between as you're going through these little catacomic um, type uh, corridor, but there's no ways to go either left and right. Even as you pass through a section, you kind of smell, and you smell like an acidic kind of uh, a vapor, like something was set off and there was a gas that may have been released in here that has dissipated, but still has that lingering aura of a, of a smell to it. Again, may, maybe another trap that has been set off. Eventually, you get um, to a, a big set of double doors. Can we check it, see if they're locked? Mm-hmm. Tia's just going to try and open them. Okay. Tia opens the double doors, opening into a room. Twelve bookcases line the walls of this cosy kind of lounge room. Unlike the uh, tunnel that comes here, this place is well lit. It is uh, really nicely appointed and it mm. looks super comfortable. The shelves that here are crammed with books, scroll tubes, tablets. Um, comfortable furnishings are arrayed so that People in here could examine the works without needing to remove them and go back into the last library and actually be comfortable while studying things in here. Um, And it might even be a place where the highest of scholars might leave notes on research and all of that kind of stuff um, in the the 12 things. Uh, As you step through the portal, though, uh, there are... Some Aspen's agents, which turn towards you to look at you. One saying, Ah, Pathfinders, this day gets better and better. And you can see him bulging muscles, big kind of uh, uh, sword at his side, just rips a book straight in half, just like people do with a phone book, and just throws them on a pile of destroyed books that he has next to him. Um, Even the look of him looks like he's never read a book in his life, as does his compatriot, which laughs pretty loudly. Um, A more scholarly book says, um, says, ha-ha, kill them like we did the other fool and continue searching for those notes. Uh, Actually, we are the watch. Uh, we are being brought in to put an end to your terror. Surrender, or you declare war against the whole city of Absalom. <laughs> war it is. And as you all step beyond the threshold, just give me a perception check, please. 
Uh, Reggie gets a 29. Let's go with that. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's going to beat that. There's no point. No, I don't beat it. But what's 17? the point? 17, you see it as well. What about you, Flopsy? Flopsy's on 24. Yeah, you see it. Tears on 17. Yeah, all of you see this. The door behind you, as soon as you kind of, the last one of you kind of moves into the threshold, the doors just slam shut behind you. You're like, Boof, and you hear a, like a magically kind of seal behind you. And even one of the, the agents, the one that spoke last, the more scholarly of the lot, looks down at a ring of keys that he has on his belt and kind of looks quizzically and kind of, hmm. As he nods to himself, like, wow, that was pretty impressive. Um, and you can see, like, the kind of shimmer of magic come off this keychain that's somewhat linked to the doors themselves. Initiatives. I can't believe he uh, ripped a book. That pile that's, of- that's the thing that the gets- biggest affront <laughs> is the pile of gets flopsy um, right there. Reg the, gets nine. You won't be getting no bonus sneak attack. Okay, Reg gets a nine. What about you, Flopsy? Flopsy's on 22. Holy shitbags. Miles. 11 for Miles. And Tia. Five. Flopsy, (laughs) you go first. Uh, Flopsy is quite affronted by the pile of books on the floor. Um, Anyone who would do that deserves to die. You can see all of that go through his brain in one one moment. And then in the second moment, you get that sense of, well, um, they're locked in here with me. I <laughs> feel. And he pulls a bomb and throws it. Mm-hmm. How dare they rip a book? I'm going to burn them all. <laughs> burn all the books. Just making sure I've got a bomb left here. Uh, he doesn't think straight when he's, he's that... Um, Pissed. 21 to hit the big guy with the book. He ripped it in half. Uh, yes, that's definitely going to be enough to hit. Eight points of damage oh. to him and seven points to anyone within five foot of him. Okay, so one takes eight points and the other takes seven. The sevens they were, can do a reflex save for they, half. Okay, uh, that is a 17. Yeah, that's fine. You can take, take half. half. Yeah. Okay. So that's three points. Are these um, humans or? Yeah. All, well, sorry, two humans and a half elf. So cool. the the more uh, savage looking of the two are humans and the other two are half elves. That's cool. We've got two humans and a half yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hero power. <laughs> um, the The, again, the one that seems smarter, maybe the leader of the lot, kind of looks at you aghast for a second, Flopsy, as this fire erupts around it. And you see a small snake of your fire hit the floor and ember catches in one of the books. What? And a fire begins as the books catch a light. At that point in time, again, you see a sign that says no open Flames. They're not open flames. It's, it, yes, it's fire and bludgeoning. I understand. But, oh, he got me. He got me angry. Shit. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the place catches on fire. I think that's the chaos part of Flopsy. Miles. 
Oh, God. Miles is going <clears> to <throat> step into the room if he's not already in there. Yeah, and he's going to look at the first human that he can see. Mm-hmm. He's going to be like, Misfortune okay. be upon you. Uh, and he is successfully misfortuned. Mwahahaha! I'll just cackle. Okay. And then he <laughs> Say begins- that every time. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to flavor it up, because when you think about Miles, he doesn't really have that much. We know. He's got, he's got cool things, but uh, how do you do? How do you flavor text him? Mm, just does the same you know? thing over and over again. Reg! I, I, I thought, wasn't Tia next? Was Tia got less than Reg? Yeah. yeah. Um, so having seen, um, how far away are they? They're within striking distance. As in, I got to move to get to them, or they're yeah, you have yeah. to move to get to them. Uh, so each of them, the two, the two humans are together, and the uh, the other one is a little bit on the other side, sort of having been alone, like um, apart from. Okay, them. so Red is going to run in and try and trip the guy that's been misfortuned. I can't flow it. That's a full round attack, isn't it? Um, you tell us. No, you can't flow. Yeah. Um, so I'm tripping on a 24. Uh, 24. There is no way that that person is not going to be tripped on okay. a 24. So he goes straight down with that. Okay. And as he goes down, I, uh, uh hit him with a 20. Does mm-hmm. that hit? Yep. Yep. With a vicious stomp, stamping him on his face as he goes down for a, whoo, max damage. <laughs> Five points of damage. Oh, lovely. Wow. What is going on with you with this max damage and not doing three points? I'm, I don't know, right? I'm disappointed. It's ever since I did that 18, I've like, got the taste now. You've got, you got the taste, taste for being effective, <laughs> which is which is very good. It's very hard to seem effective with the TR right now. Yeah. <laughs> the two soldiers, though. That are, are near you. So the first. Hang on, sorry. So there's three soldiers and a half. No, elf. two soldiers and a half. Elf. So one soldier's down on the deck. Yep. And uh, then one soldier. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who was standing right near him. He yep. kind of looks at the fire and laughs a little bit and says, You've done our work for us. And he is going to uh, move straight to you, Reggie, thinking that this is going to be an easy thing. Halflings are easy to do. He brandishes a, a great sword. Um, Sorry, he brandishes a flail. One has, the one on the floor has the great sword. He brandishes a flail and using an uncanny amount of strength attempts to smash you in the face and he's not going to do it. The other character, um, so the, the other barbarian, we're going to call them barbarians because that's what they are. Um, the one on the floor. Yeah. You see rage again starts to uh, to take hold upon him and he is going to just attempt to stand up. Um, does an 18? Yep, and he Trip drops him. back on the floor. Oh, and then we'll get another one of those. Oh, natty 19. Yep. Um, so that's going to hit him, right? Yep. I don't, I'll get, what have I got to get? A 20, okay. Um, oh, here we go for the Reggie 3. okay stay down bitch (laughs) with his last movement he takes his greatsword and he just attempts to swing at you on the floor trying to just cut the legs out from under you negatives and all he's going to go for this one Um, that I don't think a 16 is going to get you sadly not no, enough. you just jump straight over the top of it as a uh, a sixteen is not enough to uh, to oh 
16 oh. is not enough. <laughs> Thank you for remembering. Yeah. Oh, did you I see what you rolled the second time? It could have no. been a fumble. Ooh. That's a natural 20 that I rolled the second time. Um, and that brings us to Tia. Tia, what are you going to do? Tia, get in here. Tia wants to run to the halfling, pick him up, and use him to douse the fire. <laughs> what? So that's the intent. Halfling? What? Half elf. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, what the did half, I do? half-elves on the other side of the room. <laughs> okay. Uh, she wants to run to the clo- person closest to the fire, pick yep, them up. one of the barbarians. Chuck them on the fire. Okay. The standing up one, I guess, is what who she'll go for. Okay, so you need to, Ooh, to do some kind of a grapple check because you can't bull rush him in. You're going to have to grapple, grapple him and move him. Yep. Oh, suck that. 24 on a CMB. Uh, that you he is definitely now oh, grappled. Shit. So you are you are the I'm leader of the grapple, but you will not be able to maneuver him this round after yep. moving and getting into into a grappleness. Yep. Um, and that brings us to the last combatant. And at this it is at this point that you see him pull out a wand. He waves it a little bit as tendrils move out of the ground and entangle each of you in the spaces before him. And then Do we not get a reflex on this one? So this spell causes tall grass, weeds, other types of things to come up and wrap around um, all of your ankles and legs. You need to make a save or you gain the entangled uh, condition. Creatures that make your save can move as normal, but those that are in the area must save again and again and again as long as you're inside of the area. And this is this is almost in the entire area of the room that has been done because it's quite large. It's a forty foot radius um, that can be done with this uh, with this right. entangle spell. So we'd have to make an initial um, so save. You or? All need to make a reflex save right now. All right, what'd you get? Reflexes, please. 23 for Flopsy. Mm-hmm. Nine for Tia. Okay, Tia is now entangled. Uh, 21 for Reggie. Reggie's fine. And Miles? 17 for Miles. And Miles is also fine. So the only person that got entangled in this spell is uh, is Tia. Oh, you grapple the grappler. Yeah, the wrong person <laughs> to actually do it because I think Tia is also the probably the easiest to get out of this thing as well. You can see after he's cast that he moves into an alcove. There seems to be another door um, to to like, that's right next to him, and he open g- grabs the keys that are in his hand, um, stepping into that alcove and starts trying to maneuver them <laughs> at this point in time. You've seen this play out before. Um, the first time he tries it, it does not happen. And that brings us to round number two. Flopsy. Flopsy's going to cast a spell. I'm going to pull out a little vial of tears and cast it at the half elf across the room. Mm-hmm. And two drops of tears head across the room. Six points of damage. There's two magic missiles. Ooh. Teardrops. Stream across the room and hit that elf in the back of the head. Okay. Boom. Two tears strike unerringly into there, doing six points of damage. All right. That brings us back to the other combatants that are in the room. However, 
It is also at this point that the fire has taken hold mm. and begins to spread. It's important to note that uh, you're in a room full of paper and flammable items. The fire spreads quite significantly. And I will read you something from here. Because um, you actually saved me from doing this, Brett, just so you know around game terms. So I do thank you for it. Um, but at the start of every round, the fire expands to two random adjacent squares that are not already on fire. So let's see where they start moving because I have the ability to track this. So they move there. Yeah, so suck it. There and there is very good description for an audio podcast. And har and bar. <laughs> So from where the two barbarians were sitting on the floor, you've got Reg uh, right near you is a, is flame. So Tia has sort of moved, intercepted between you and the flames and is five foot next to it with one of the barbarians. Um, the flames have gone the other way, moving towards Ooh. the other sides, okay. towards the, the rear corners. The, one of them has spread towards the door in which you've come in and one of them has spread exactly the other side to getting closer and closer um, to some of the bookshelves. You think once those bookshelves go up, they're going to go up and if you are are looking for anything in here you need to sort that out um sooner rather than later before whatever you need is destroyed miles um miles is going to find the other human in the room mm -hmm. and he's gonna pull out his father's bone dice and he's gonna go roll the wheels of fate the cast misfortune on him again mm -hmm. that is a natural 19. He rolled good. He did roll the wheels of fate. <laughs> he rolled good. And he rolled good and good. And then I'll cackle to, to extend the um, the misfortune on the first one. Perfect. And from there we go to Reg. Two gallons. Would it be worth casting create water? Um, okay. So the elf at the door, mm -hmm. how far away is he? Uh, so he is on the other side of the room from you. And if I try to move, I've got to make a save first, right? What do you for, mean? For the entangle. Yes. Even though I saved it initially. So you are, you can move this, um, this round, but you have to make one if you are still in it at the end. Yeah. After I've taken my action. Yeah. So if I move on, I make an attack action, then I make the save. Uh, yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, how far away is he from so me? So basically, if you end your movement in the entangle or you move into an entangle from non-entangled, you have to make a save. Right. Um, so if I charge at the, how far away is he? Sorry, my heart's uh, six times, sorry. Just give me a second. Yeah, you can move as normal. Yep, you can charge him. Yep, okay, so running in to trip the elf, mm -hmm. the tricksy elf. And that is a 19 on the trip. Mm-hmm. Just give me one you second, right? sorry. No, no, no. 
Yes, he falls to the floor. Okay, and as he falls down, um, 24 to hit. That's going to uh, pass through his uh, extensive magical armor. Okay, so as he's passing down past me, I raise my leg for an axe kick straight down onto his face for four points of damage. Yowza. All right. I've had it with these guys. Yeah. Uh, at which point, the mercenary, which you uh, moved away from, Reg. Oh, he should have got an attack of opportunity as you moved really? away. Yeah, the one on the floor can still hit you. Oh, okay. He still gets an attack of opportunity against you, even though he's misfortuned. Uh, I don't believe that that's going to hit you on a 16. No. No. Um, but it's his go. And he stands up in the place that he is. I guess I better make a save for him. Yes, they're fine. With disadvantage. So, thank you. He That's stands up, but in can, reach of Tia, right? Cannot. Yeah, he's right next to Tia. So Tia would get an attack. No, because he's grappling. So when you are grappling, you are not afforded an attack of opportunity. Um. So because she's in mid mid grapple. Okay. Um, she's there, so he is he is still held fast in the place, but he can stand up um, without having to move. So even as entangled, his movement is is um, reduced and that kind of stuff. He pulls back his sword, and he attempts just to slice at Tia. I don't think that's going to hit. No, that's even worse. Ten is going to miss the. The um, barbarian that is in there. I have to double check this. The barbarian that's against Tia is just going to rage up, continue getting angrier, and attempt to um, break free of the grapple that Tia is in. Actually, he's going to... Um, so this one is to take control of the grapple. I don't think that's going to do it. Um, I don't think a 17 is going to beat her CMD. It does not. Okay. So he tries that, fails, and that's it. That's all he can do at this point in time. So he is a bit useless there. Um, that gets us down to Tia. You are next. So Tia's holding this dude. She wants to slam him into the fire. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do that. Okay. So Tia. You need to make a grapple check to know that you are in control of him and moving him. Fuck. 13. You do not succeed. So you cannot. He fights you successfully that you cannot actually maneuver him uh, over into the fire at this point in time. So he's basically got a hold on the ground and you can't successfully move. Yep. Also knowing that you are entangled at this point in time, your movement is restricted, yeah. but you can't, you couldn't move him even yeah. if you could, if that makes sense. You can choose to continue grappling though, or you can choose to uh, let go. I think she's going to let go given there's two dudes against him. She's going to try and get a bit more of a defensive posture now. Okay. So Tia lets go of the grapple, un -army, un unhanding, un letting go. <laughs> Disarming. Manning? <laughs> I don't even know what you would Unmanning say. Unmanning that man. Dismanning? Even know what you would say there. Um, Cunning how we made him a half-elf so you can put him to sleep there, Lindsay. Mm. Cunning. Oh. Unfasten. I'm trying to put him to sleep. Yeah. Get there. You could unfasten your grapple. Oh, 
Yeah. Oh, I like it. Unfasten. Okay. Casting defensively. <laughs> it's going to be close. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, that's easy. 15 plus double spells level. Yep. Easy peasy. Okay. From the floor, the elf that's next to you casts a spell. Make a will save. A will save. Will Wheaton. Fucking uh, did I did I jinx you then by saying fucking fail? Probably. I love it. Should probably let him do it again. Reggie. Yes. It was it. Hang on. Before we do it, was it a fear or an enchantment or anything? It was fear. Actually. It was fear. So it would have been sorry twelve then. I don't think that makes any difference. Reggie, you feel a quiveringly intense fear of this elf. You look at it and you see his face just morph into a hideous thing that you are extremely scared of. You have mother. You have the un unwavering sense that you must fee- flee from the source of this creature cool. as best you can. Not going very far, though, am I? Hmm? I'm not going to go very far, though, am I? Well, it depends. Let's see. But yeah, you are, and he kind of. You see him smile as he kind of waits. To, uh, to so in my fear, can I grab the keys and unlock the door? No. Okay. You must retreat. Okay. Grabbing the keys would be going near him. Okay. So going to the locked door. Mm. Am I? Does my awareness well, of the fact that it's locked affect yeah, what I do? Yeah. You would have to move away. Yep. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, and that gives us to round number two, Flopsy. It is your go first and foremost. So just describe to me where this half-elf is. What's the kind of sitch over there? So he is on, essentially, if you think of the room where Flopsy is stopped in the doorways in the middle of a door, yeah. you've got barbarians in that corner, uh, in the left-hand corner, yeah. and you've got uh, this creature almost in the right-hand corner of the room. Right. Uh, across and the room. The from throwing so distance from me? 45 feet. Right. Because there's a diagonals involved. Yep, I hear you. Triangles. Triangles. You know I hate that. And Reg only got there because he charged. Do you hate triangles because you're a bit square? Just a bit. And on the you're floor? You're really pressing into the dad jokes, mm-hmm. aren't you? It's on the, on the floor. That's what do you mean? I'm loving it. Oh, he's on the floor. Yes, he's still lying down. You get the sense he's waiting till Reg moves away so he can, he can uh, finish his action. Yep. Flopsy's going to pull out a little bundle of baggy, gooey stuff from his bag that he picked up from one of the creatures we fought, and he's going to lob it across the room trying to hit this guy on the floor. Mm-hmm. It's a ranged touch attack, and it takes four. It's a 10-foot range, so it takes two, three range increments. So it's negative six to this to hit his touch. So I was just doing a bit of mass here, Justin. Mm-hmm. Um, range attack is, oh, that's not so bad. Uh, does 16 hit on a touch attack, range touch? A 16 does hit. So a Tanglefoot bag splatters over this half-elf on the floor. An entangled creature takes negative two on attack rolls and negative four penalty to dexterity. It must succeed on a 15 reflex or be glued to the floor, unable to move. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's- Even on a successful save, it's half speed. 
He's glued to the floor. <laughs> Put the fire he had out. A, he had an excellent chance of not being glued to the floor. The dice had a very bad chance of rolling a one. I figured his decks on the floor would be reduced. Flopsy's put the fire out. Put the fire out. Uh, um, and if Flopsy can move to a fire point, he will, but he'll have to tangle, untangle himself. Right? Yeah, best person to be put in the fire right? because you're fireproof, right? And it is at that point that the fire itself moves yet another two squares. Again, it creeps closer to the wall. On both sides, moving away from where um, Tyr is, so it's creeping to the walls themselves. But this it's, is just it's piles getting, of books that are burning. It's just right? books, rugs on the floor, couches. So one, now that the flames have taken hold, they are burning everything that's in the How way. How many rugs are there on the floor? Oh, plenty, lots and lots. So the whole room is furnished. So this fire could spread the entire area. So think of it like a carpeted room. So Flopsy's going to try and move then around the edge if he can, but to try and get in front of the bookshelf closest to the fire. There is no way you can move Flopsy that you won't be entangled. He'll make the save if he can. Oh, natural 18. Yep, you're fine. So he'll move through half speed in the entangled area? Or no, just- no, it's normal speed. That's why Reg could, uh, could charge. So full move to a thing. Yep, so you move to where? He- the fire seems to be moving towards bookshelves. He wants to get in between the fire and a bookshelf. Yep. You still have an action left. No, he threw it back. Oh, yes. Ah, yes. Yep. Cool. So you move on to the opposite side of the room away from the uh, creature or the, the sorcerer. Yeah. Um, that brings us down to Miles. Miles, what are you going to be doing? Um, Miles is going to throw a slumber hex at the one that passed its misfortune. Okay. That's when it was grappled. Yep. Oh, that- Where the fuck did that go? It's gone forever. You're welcome. No. Misfortune for real life. <laughs> real life misfortune. That really was. Oh, there it is. Oh, okay. For those listening from home, Justin just threw his dice across the room. No! I touched it. And jinxed my fucking dice. He falls. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. They have... They may have something here. I don't think it's going to be enough if it's bolster what I think it is. Quarter of barbarians just for the use of sleep. Immediately to sleep. So you are grappling. Tia is now grappling a sleeping. No, she let him go. She went to Oh, that's right. He falls asleep. And I cackle to extend the misfortune on the one that it passed on the first shot. So one entangled, (laughs) one asleep, one glued. And one misfortuned. Okay. Um, do, 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 do. Reg, it is your go. I just have to run, right? Mm-hmm. Run, rabbit, run, rabbit, run, run. Because he, he have scamping boots, so they just run up the wall. So <laughs> you start to move away straight into the entangled area, Reg. So that's the first thing that you're going to have to do is- uh, 19 for a reflex of 29. Yep, and you move straight so you can get from here in a double move back to the doors where from whence- are they you locked? Entered the room. They are. They are shut. But when you get there, you, you have you don't have enough to be able to open the doors. Well, you can you're you're just short of them. Let's put it that way. Ouch. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like forty five feet to get there. Um. All right. So Reg, I just need to roll something and do that secretly. Yeah. Okay. Um. 
Good. Uh, the sorcerer stands up. Glued to the floor. Glued to the floor. How long do, is there a save on that? How long does that? Is there a strength check that you can make? Yeah, um, what are the there is. what are my what are my options? What are your options? Here? Oh, Justin, read the rules. <laughs> Creature that is glued to the floor on it can break free by making a DC seventeen strength check or by dealing fifteen points of damage to the goo with a slashing weapon. A creature trying to scrape goo off itself or another creature assisting does not need to make an attack roll. Hitting the goo is automatic, after which the creature that hit makes a damage roll to see how much goo was scraped off. Can you use acid? If the entangled creature attempts to cast a spell, it must make a concentration check which, with a DC of 15 plus the spell's level or be unable to cast a spell. The goo becomes brittle and fragile after 2d4 rounds, cracking apart and losing its effectiveness. Universal Solvent will get rid of it. Um, acid doesn't do anything. Doesn't isn't mentioned. It's only slashing. Yeah. Well, it, it says applying damage. All oh, right. No, it didn't. Never mind. And you have four rounds. Okay. Not you, that you know that. You see him pull a potion. Okay. And drink it. Yep. And disappear. Great. <laughs> do the vines flatten? The tangle foot. Like, does it look like it disappears? No, he's it? not in the entangle. So he was out of the- He didn't cast entangle. Sorry, in the tangleful bag. In the, you don't see any change because he's like- The shape of the, the goo's around The goo is, still, is there. You don't yeah. see any uh, anything that happens there. If I can't see the item I'm frightened of, do, am I- No, okay. Hey, oh, what was the DC, sorry, Brett? For the strength check was yeah. 17. We would see the impact on the Tanglefoot back there, right? Yeah. Um, well, there's lots going on in here, but you probably would have seen it move, the Tanglefoot bag move. Yep. yep. So the goo that's on the floor, you would have seen it slightly manoeuvre and it kind of, you saw tendrils sort of come out and splatter. Back. Okay. Interesting. Didn't think that was going to work. Sometimes you've got to have faith in yourself. It's faith in the dice roll. My friend, that was a dice roll and a half. I am wishing that that was more on a slumbering character than it wasn't. Tia, it is your go. Tia's going to see the guy fall asleep next to her and then smile at this one standing next to her, um, wielding her bastard sword in two hands, mm -hmm. swinging it over her head, just trying to smack him in the head. Natural 14 for a 25 to hit. That rings true. Plus 11. Fuck. 17 points of damage. <laughs> Which takes his head off. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, that was the standing one or the sleeping one? The standing, standing one. one. Flopsy, it is your go. Round number four. Uh, Flopsy's going to try and put the fire out. Okay. So He's going to use gonna, his body. How are you going to put the He's going to roll on the fire. Out. So you go and you roll If, if there's on something the he fire. can grab and like a rug on the floor that's not burning that he can put over the smother, okay. he'll smother. Make a combat manoeuvre check. So you are you start grabbing like things that you can smother the fire with, uh -huh. um, you know, parts of rugs, furniture, that kind of stuff. CMB of, he rolled a 14, he got 14. <laughs> 14. The flames do not uh, extinguish this round. You are unable to- uh, to uh, extinguish any of the flames right now. Oh, shit. And the flames, them shit. The oh, flames shit. themselves seem to have been fanned by that as they manoeuvre outwards. They again start, now they start creeping uh, towards the door that you came in on. And 
Flopsy, the flames lick into the square that you are currently standing in, and you uh, are going to take some fire damage, perhaps, um, if this gets past your uh, resistance. But you also get. Can I ask a question? A reflex for uh, not catching on fire at this point in time. You take zero damage because it doesn't get through your fire resistance, but I need a reflex save to for you to avoid catching on fire. Fifteen. Uh, yeah, you do not catch on fire, but you are standing in a flame square. Uh, yes, I have Lindsay. a question because I've been re-listening to our earlier episodes. Yes, Lindsay. What colour is Flopsy? Red and black. Red and black? And then he has like red and black motley patches or, yeah. or he just wears red and black? No, no. He's kind of red and black motley patches. He's kind of woven in and out of himself. Got cool. a picture somewhere. It's just never mentioned what colour skin you have. I was just curious because tieflings have such wide range of- Yeah. Assuming it was red because the- yeah. um, Tapestry. True. True. Cross stitch, whatever you called it. Yeah. I always assumed he was red as well, mm. but I just, yeah. Well, there was those early photos of him holding food and the guitar or something like that. I'll pull up a picture for you, Lance. Here I forged him. Yes, I remember that. Yep. I do remember that. You're right. It's never been explicitly said. No. It's just implied. That picture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, people, it's an audio medium. People yeah. might not have seen oh, the I pictures. I think we've uh, posted some pictures before on our socials. Or earlier artwork. If you'd like to check that out, you can see uh, some nice pictures of our Hero Forge, I believe, is up there, and some of our um, drawn pictures are on our socials. So that. All right, that gets us to the next character in line. Oof, we are going well here. So we have done Flopsy. Now we go down to Miles. Miles, what are you going to be doing this round? So Still standing at the door. I think Miles has misfortuned all the people he can misfortune and slumbered all the people he can slumber. So he's going to um, take off his very reluctantly because it's new and he likes it and it's probably the nicest piece of clothing he's ever owned. He's going to take off his nice fancy jacket. Jacket. Throw it in the fire. And he's going to start trying to use it to beat out the flames. Okay, so you move up to the flames themselves and attempt yes. to beat them off. So Can you make please a- make a... Uh, <laughs> yes, you Deck need to make to a through. CMB to start... Uh, so I need a combat manoeuvre. Oh, so you- no, what about entanglement? Is that gone or is that- Oh, no, the entanglement's in there. Yes, you are going to have to make so that's that. a reflex? Reflex. Sorry, thank you for okay. reminding me. I don't know what's going on with this page. Eh? Uh, 18 on the reflex. That's enough to move uh, without any issues and at then all. And a CMB, you said. Yes, a CMB uh, to kind of fan- douse the flames. Uh, 17 on the CMB. Uh, and you managed to put out a square of fire, Lindsay. Awesome. Oh, no, my poor jacket. <laughs> You'll pay Aspen Consortium. <laughs> Um, and that will get us now down to Reginald. Reg, you are still frightened. Let me have a look and see if that condition stays or if you get more. More frightened. More. You may get another save. I don't think you do. Come on. 
No, you do not get another save. You are now frightened for the duration of that spell, which I know, and you do not. Suck it. Um, oh. All yep. right. Oh, that's rough. Can he be beneficial while he's running away, like put out the fire that he runs towards? No, he has to flee with all his might. So, Reg, you're going to try and get out the door, I guess. What was DC on that? Um, Just out of curiosity. On the, mm. the cause fear, uh, about three points above what you told oh, okay, because I was supposed to have put my um, halfling luck on there as well, so it should have technically been a 13. You, and then another two for frightened, 15. Or you said no, 13 at one point. No, I said 10, then I added two, and then I added one, so it's oh, 13. Okay. No, yeah. you still wouldn't have made it. Okay, so I'm trying to open the door. Yeah. What am I rolling? Um, well, you're attempting. You're at. Yep. You move up to the door. You find that the door itself um, is locked and locked shut. Do you start looking for a mechanism? Um, sure. Okay. Make a spot roll perception check for me, please. Oh, dear. No. 13 on that. 13. You, in your panic, you start just bashing on the door, looking around, you know, frantically moving around, going, someone over this fucking door. Unsuccessfully. See no me mechanisms that unlock, no buttons, no door handles, no anything that'll get you out of here, which causes you to be even more frantic, one would say. Um, that brings us to the mercenaries. So there is one mercenary left who is asleep um, at Tia's feet. And then there is a, another character. Well, just looking at the conditional save modifiers I've got, plus two versus fear, plus two versus enchantment spells and effects. They don't stack, do they? Well, if it's an enchantment for fear, yes, I do. Was it an enchantment? There. It's too late now, right? I know, I know. I just, for future, I just, because in the actual bit that's talking about fearless, halflings receive a plus two racial bonus on saving throws against fear. It is This stacks with the bonus granted for halfling luck. It is mind affecting. Well, it's, I mean, it's a fear effect, so. Mm, I'm not sure whether that's the same. What are the two things? Uh, it just says plus two versus fear, which yeah. is the yeah. um, that definitely fearless. Works. But then I get a plus two versus enchantment and spell effects. That must be from something else. No, it's not an enchanting. Spell. Okay, it's not from that. It's a necromancy spell. And do, 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 now for lost where I am. So you start looking at the door, the mercenary, that happens, that happens. Nothing that you see is going on right now. People moving down to the last couple of characters in here, which is Tia. Uh, Tia's going to put a sword through a sleeping dude. Yep. Do your, uh, you get an order. Yep. Automatic critical. Yeah, he, you, you basically <laughs> plunge the sword straight through his heart. He is dead, dead, dead as the flames begin to lick around the room. Um, the flames start heading towards the middle of the room. And, oh, this is it. Now they're starting to head downwards. So there are quite a few flames in the room right now, and they expand, expand, expand. Makes no sense that they only move one, two squares around, because I would think every flame square moves two squares because they should all expand, but it doesn't, because that's apparently not how this works. We'd all be dead if that were the case. We'd all be dead. All right, that gets us to round number five. What are you doing there, Flopsy? 
Flopsy's going to think to himself, and, and maybe he may need to make oh, a- Oh, shit. Sorry. Tia, the flames move into your square, actually. Do they? Yes. So, Tia gets covered. Sorry, I forgot where Tia was standing and when okay. I was like, yeah. Um, so, Tia is now currently in a flame square. Oh, take six points of fire damage. Just Ref- reflex on that? Do, do, do. Let me have a look. Uh, reflex to avoid catching on fire. You still take the damage. Oh, though. six points of damage. Yeah. And a 20. Yeah, you avoid catching on fire, sort of jumping yeah. out of the way, but you're going to have to move on your round. Otherwise, you are going to be consumed and have more damage upon you. Um, sorry, Flopsy. What are you doing? Flopsy's thinking to himself about Ray of Frost, and he wonders, and if he, if he needs to make a spellcraft check, Jussie, let me do so. Mm-hmm. If a Ray of Frost will stop the fire from spreading in a square that he shoots it at. You don't think so because a ray is a very small point. Yep. Um, it's not an uh, area effect. You think maybe a gallons of water would work oh. or just beating the, the flames down, like tamping them out would is your two best bets in here, unless you've got something of an area effect, you know, like a cone of cold might do the trick or some kind of rain spell or any of those kind of things. All right. Um, are you doing anything else for? for well, he, he was he was going. No, uh, he'll start putting out stuff. He'll bang it, bang onto it, dousing the fire. Yeah. Um, CMB. Yes. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. You douse one of the flames oh. out. And can you move to so and move to the next spot? one? Yeah, yeah, you can make two CMBs this round if you like. Can I? Yeah. Oh, that doesn't do shit. Natural three for a three. Yeah, no, you kind of pivot uh, into another flame that's near you because you're kind of, you know, there's a wall of flames a little bit in front of you at the moment. You're flopsy catch on fire to the center. No, none of them move into your square. Okay. So, did you move out? He didn't move at all. Right. So, you doused the square you were in. That because it he's he doesn't care about himself, he cares about the bookshelf. So, if yeah, it's yeah, going yeah. towards the bookshelf, yeah. he'll do that. If no, the but the yeah, you know how you took damage last time, the, yeah. the, the fire moved on you, it moved so on you, me. Yeah, you've now doused that square out, okay. but not the one next to it. Okay, okay. Um, Flopsy, that brings us down to Miles. What are you going to do again? Just move to the next square and start beating on that flame. Okay, make that CMB check, please. Uh, reflex still. Uh, no, you'd CMB first to see if you put it out. Um, and then because you engage in it's a reflex. Ooh, uh, that's only 11. An 11. No, you do not put the flames out, but you be, being that you're standing next to it and you're not in the flames. No, I meant, okay, cool. Oh, from the, uh, from the Entangle tangle. Entang- Were you entangled last time? No. No, yes, you do need to make that. But if you're only moving five foot, that doesn't matter. Oh, cool. I think it only uh, restricts your movement to half, even if you are entangled. All right. Um, and that gets us back to the next uh, character. So we are going down to Reg. Smacking the door. Okay. Are you going to try and make another perception check or are you just going to- No, it's going to shoulder barge it now. Yep. Make a strength check. Oh, no. Um- 18. Not enough, Reg. So, you, Reg starts banging upon the door, but nothing else seems to happen for the remainder of, of the round. Tia. Reminds me of Inigo Montoya waiting for Physic to open the door in that wonderful, wonderful movie, The Princess Bride. Mm. I T- wish I knew what that was. 
Tea is going to start putting out the flames, starting with her and then moving out from her. Yep. As opposed to Flopsy, she's got a plus nine on her CMB. Eleven. Mm-hmm. No, you do not fan out those flames. Uh, your flames remain intact around you. Do you want to spend another round doing it? Miles, yep. sorry, I should have given you another round to do the flames next to you as well. 17. Yeah, definitely. Go out. 20. Yeah, your flames eventually go out with those two. Um, from the south of the uh, of the room, just out of the corner of your eyes, even though it's sort of around the corner and you're all clumped near where the barbarians were, you see the door at the southern end open. Oh, bugger, I think you got through the door. Reggie. Reggie, what are you doing? Wrong door. Reggie, no. Let me out. Ah! Um, and we go back to the top. Flopsy. Flopsy's going to keep putting out the fire. A 15. Yep. And a one. Okay. So one of the fires doused, but then the fire moves again and two flames um, begin. Uh, actually, that goes the other way. They start moving towards Tear again, but not onto Tear's square. Okay. All right. So just so you know what I'm doing with the fire, I'm rolling a D8. That gives me a direction of where the fire is going to go, and I'm moving the central point every time. And if there's already something in that direction, I just move it one more square in that space. Okay. So that's how I'm working out how the fire is maneuvering Um, for those people playing at home. Miles, what are you going to do? Move the next square. Mm-hmm. Beat the fire. Nope. And again. Um, 16. Yep. You managed to get the fire moving towards Flopsy. So there are now only five squares that are currently on fire. I'm on fire. Reg, you try the door one last time. Well, one more time. Oh, no. Right. So critical fail. Okay. How does this work on, on do, I, do I roll again? No, nothing. Oh, you just knock myself out. You just kind of bash into the door again, more frantic. You hit your head, and there's a, <laughs> a you know, you're, you're crying, you're it, weeping, it, snots flying down your nose. It kind of scares me how kind Justin's been lately. <laughs> yeah, no, no broken wrist from banging on the door. Nothing. <laughs> More nah. concussion. Yeah. Nah. I'm worried. Something's coming. You see, a figure appear. And move out the door. The the robed figure of the half elf moves out the door that just opened. It kind of appears and then straight through the door, walking out of the area. It gives you a uh, finger on the way out. Does the door remain open? The door on the south remains open, but the creature that has caused your ire is there, so you don't want to go near it. The thing you're most afraid of is beyond that. Oh, door. so he's not gone through and off then? It's he's actually well, out he the moves door. out of sight around okay. the, out that door. So you don't see uh, you don't see him at that point in time. Um, that gets us to Tia. She's going to douse. Yep. Uh, yeah, twenty something. Yeah, that's uh, one flame out. Twenty something. And the original flame also moves out. There are three squares on fires, but the fire is now split in twain. There are two points of fire that go on, and at that point, it's Flopsy's go. Flopsy's going to run for the door that that half-elf went through. Okay, just make a entanglement check. Is it reflex? Uh, I believe it is. 12. Uh, you are entangled, Flopsy. 
Cool. Is that so half, you can cool. only half move. He'll use double moves to get there, but he wants to get to the door if he can. Yeah. And you would have to go through your own Tanglefoot bag. It's been four rounds. Crumbles. Oh, it's gone. Yep. So you move to the door. You see beyond it, there's another corridor. Oh, sorry. Beyond that door, you see uh, the office that you first saw the blood trail come out of. This goes all the way down. You think into Aram... Aram's office. This there was a secret door which a bookshelf has opened on the other side of this that oh. allows him into this chamber. What? Ah, shit. Yeah, and but no sign of the uh, of the cloaked figure yep. at all. All right. Um, and at that point, so that's Flopsy going. After Flopsy, we have Miles. Uh, Miles seeing Flopsy head towards that door. It's going to go off for giving him his backup. And he's going to- Oh, sorry. Before that happens, though, two more flames come out. Put out the fire. Put out the fire. The fire once again joins itself and maneuvers and extends. So now, once again, there are five squares of fire. So there's no clear path anymore? Uh, What do you mean clear? You can definitely move away from the fire without incident. I'll put out the fire. (laughs) 14. Not enough. Oh, fail. I guess you won't put out a fire. So no fire happens at that point in time. Reginald, you think to yourself, what the fuck am I doing? (laughs) You steal yourself and you turn around and you're like, what the fuck? Just some stupid elf. Yeah. Right. Okay. So um, how far away is the nearest part part of fire? Uh, From you, you could get there in 20. Okay. So I want to grab a rug and get to it and dice a fire. Yeah. Do all that in one go. Can I do it in one go? CMB. Yep. Okay, CMB. Natural 19 for 22. Yeah, you put out one square of the fire. Moving it forward, there are four squares of fire left. Tia. Do I need to do a tangle foot? Oh, you should have, actually, yes. One, yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, reflex, is it? Uh, yep. Yeah, 27, you're yep, fine. Yeah, you're fine. Fuck it. Do I need to do this save that I'm <laughs> automatically going to pass with my bonuses? Tia goes for the first... Uh, 17 to yep. douse the first bit of fire. Yep. And only a 10 for the second Not one. Not enough. There are three squares of that are still aflame. Bring us to the top of the round. Round number seven. Um, we are in with Flopsy. Flopsy, what are you going to do? Down the corridor. So you start Follow moving on. into the office? Yep. So you move into the office. There are multiple doors off this office. Remember, there's the tapestry room. There's the corridor that you came from. There are actually a couple of other doors in there. Any blood step, fresh blood steps from trailing through that blood smear no, where the no elf sign, may have walked. No sign. Doors open, doors still swinging. No sign. <sighs> Damn not it. Meant, not meant to get him. He'll head back. Mm-hmm. So you head back into the room. Back to the fire. Back to the fire. Oh, fuck me. It goes for forever. I was just seeing how long the entangle lasts for. It goes for forever. Lucky it doesn't entangle the flames. Um, so, Flopsy, the flames now move again. Let's see. There are two squares that are going to catch on fire. And again, oh, they move up. Um, Miles, you have just been hit by some fire. Uh-oh. Tia, the square next to you almost got to you. Make a reflex save. 
and take four points of flame damage. It's just a 10 on my reflex. Okay, you are now also on fire. And you know what, guys? Because um, I'm a happy guy, your coat is on fire now. It's burning. You just said I've been too nice to you. So uh, that's what oh, I'm going to do. Miles, what? it's your go. You've got a couple of things that you can do. If you want to stop yourself from burning, you can dro stop, drop, and roll. Um, He's not wearing you, the coat. Or you can continue to uh, to douse the flames around you. Isn't the place I'm standing on fire? Yeah. So I need to move. Yeah. I'm going to try and move and then stop, drop, and roll. Yep. Is that You can definitely move. Even, even if you fail, you can move at mm. half and stop, drop, and roll. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. So you stop, drop, and roll. Give me a reflex save, please. See if you put yourself out. 18 on the dice. Yep, you are now no nice. longer on fire and will not take any further damage from that. Reginald, what are you doing? Okay, so I'm going to move to the nearest thing. Um, Flames? Yeah, how far away is it? Uh, right near you. All right, so I don't need to move that. I can just yep. roll the CMD. Uh, that is a 21. That puts out one of the blocks of fire. Do and I get another go on yep, that? Yep. yep. Mm, natural one. Natural one, you do not put out the fire that uh, actually uh, caused the person who's rolling on the floor next to you uh, some damage. Tia. 15 on the first hit. Yep, definitely puts out the fire next to her. And shit. Uh, only 12 on the second. Does not. There are still three points that are aflame in this room. You guys are getting it, but not getting it very far. This is going on forever. Put the fire out. Right. Round number eight. Flopsy, oh, you're going. Put go. the fire out. Oh, Flopsy will run up and try and put the fire out. Okay. It's going to take you two moves to get there, Flopsy. Cool. Even, even with you passing. Yeah. So you've got to make your reflex to see because it's even longer than that if you have to make That reflex out. was 14, so no. Nope, so you don't even get to the flames this round. Miles, what are you doing? Move to the fire, put it out. Mm -hmm. 16 on the die. Okay, you put another square of the fire out. Sorry, I forgot to put two more fires. Neither, none of you catch out on fire, but there are four more left um, that are in here. Tia and Reg, do you just want to do your goes putting out the fire? Let's see if you get two and two. Uh, Tier gets two. Gets two. So Tier gets two. Reg. Um, come on, get two more. Just one. Just one. There is one square of fire left. Flopsy, your go. Round number nine. Flopsy's entangled. Can he move? Uh, you can get there with even in the entangled condition and make one check. Natural one. <laughs> okay, you do not put the fire out. The fire, three more. <laughs> the fire spreads and goes three more. Well, two more happen. That's that square. Um, oh, shit. Tia, you're on fire. Reflex 15. Uh, reflex 15. Uh, you are not caught on fire, but you take one point of fire damage. Um, Flopsy did not put it out. Miles, can you get two done? 16 on the first roll. Yep, that's one of them. 19 on the second. And you put the square out with Tia. There is one more flame left. If you can do this, Reginald, you are, you put the- 21. Okay. And you put the last square that's on fire, choking, coughing amongst the acrid smell of smoke, the uh, aggressiveness of flames. You 
stamp out some of the the embers that are still left on the books as the, there is uh, an acrid smoke in the room, rending us to a time where you can now search maybe the room and see what is in here. All of you just make a perception check for me. Flopsy's got a similar look to the one that Reginald had after the uh, banquet room with the uh, fireball. He's got a similar kind of look of disappointment and guilt. <laughs> Flopsy, you owe me a new coat. I think I've made a terrible mistake. Rolling uh, for perception. Uh-huh. Uh, Reggie got a 28. Oh, that beats me. I got a 20. Smokey over here. Can't see anything. Yes. New coat, please, Flopsy. This was my uh, gift, and I had to use it to ruin it. And- yes, it... Uh, is this the feeling you call guilt? Yes, this is it. <clears throat> Didn't feel it for these children, but knowledge, oh my goodness. On your 28, Reg, you're looking around the room and you're thinking, oh, I need to look for, uh, where would someone hide something in this room? And you're kind of scanning the walls and looking around when all of a sudden you see the smoke at the top of the room, 20 foot up in the sky, kind of move a little bit oddly as the form of a floating half-elf comes into light, <laughs> casting a spell. And we're going to find out what oh, is being cast. He's still oh, in the room. What? Next week. It's going to be a fireball. He's still uh, in the room. Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So nice Summon a symmetry flame there. elemental. God, those flames went forever. <laughs> <laughs>